0: Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Put the Stress Down podcast in this episode four that I want to clarify because we recorded this before I released my solo episode. So I kept calling it episode three, but it is in fact episode four. Sorry for the confusion. But we sit down with Mega Man from the Mega Man podcast and Mega Man podcast after dark for a good conversation on, you know, growing up and what it was like and some of the pressures and things we face as podcasters and some of the backlash and stuff he's faced in the Latino podcast community. And, you know, it's interesting to hear what he to say and he's got an interesting perspective on a lot of things so I encourage you guys to take a listen and enjoy it you know we had a real good time and I'll be doing his show soon and you know I think we're going to have a a good relationship for a long time so before we get to it I just wanted to let you know about some of our sponsors the first one being Traditional Intense and you can find them at traditionalintense.com And they are a new tropic and supplement company. And I have been using their products for a while. And I'm happy to say that they work. They work for mood. They've got a product for focus and things like that. And it's just a daily capsule you take. And, and, you know, slowly but surely, I started to notice like certain little things, you know, very subtle. But I noticed that I had a tendency to actually want to do something instead of just saying, like, well, I should do that. I felt that little extra push to say, you know what, do it. And I did it. So, on that aspect, they've been very helpful for me. They've helped with my mood, especially dealing with my PTSD and everything so i would not be here vouching for them if i didn't believe in it so let me tell you a little bit about them they worked in health and wellness and became interested in premium products that didn't hide behind proprietary formulas after trying different mushroom products and reading all the benefits they found that most of the mushroom products were underdosed or low quality so after sourcing the stuff themselves they started noticing that it was helping with anxiety depression and an uplifting mood People that tried it loved it, which got them wanting to work on different formulas. And the more they read into it around, they got into Chinese medicine, and their products are based off of these two areas, plant and mushrooms, that people have been taking as medicine for thousands of years. It's all natural, no fillers, and vegan capsules. So if it sounds like something you're into, please check it out. Go to traditionalintents.com and use code VET10, that's V-E-T-10, for 10% off your order. We're also brought to you by Wardog Concealment, and you can find them at wardogconcealment.com. If you are in law enforcement, if you're in the military, if if you're a gun guy and you're looking for some custom holsters or custom magazine holders or whatever piece of tactical gear you might need, go ahead and check them out. Wardogconcealment.com, 100% vet owned and operated, and use code EXTENDEDFAMILY for 10% off your entire order. We've got one more ad for you guys, and then we'll have the show. We'll see you on the other side.
1: Welcome
0: to the show. Thank you for listening. Mmm, 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 mmm. Aw, shit. Episode 3, baby. You know what time it is. Let that beat drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Put the Stress Down Podcast, Episode 3. Again, I hope you enjoyed that delicious beat put together by yours truly on the extremely expensive software known as GarageBand. It is a pleasure to be back here for the third episode of Season 2. I am excited for this next guest. Uh, When I tell you that this man stays busy, it could not be a, a truer statement that anybody has ever made because he is always either on his own podcast or on someone else's podcast and so I was happy to find a window where he was available to get him on our podcast so without further ado ladies and gentlemen please welcome the host of the Mega Man podcast and you can follow that at the Mega Man podcast page on Instagram and you can follow him at Mega Man 6980 please welcome Stephen Mega Man Martinez to the show
1: what's up what's up Mookie or should I say Theo from ninety two? Three three. Uh, <laughs>
0: giving me too much credit i should be a dg i should i should i'm gonna start applying to some places
1: you got that voice homie you got it like this guy man if i had a, a voice like deal or like you man I'm like oh ladies would be dropping the panties like oh my god <laughs> yeah i'll tell
0: my wife i'm sure she'll appreciate that she'll be she'll she'll make sure to uh, never have you over the house ever all right all right <laughs> how you been that? man i'm good brother i'm good how are you man thank you so much for being here man
1: Good. Thank you so much for having me on a Put the Stress Down podcast. That's a very, very catchy name for a podcast. I'll tell you that. Well, do you you know where it comes from? Tell me. Enlighten me. All
0: right. So, you know, I'm a combat vet and uh, I was diagnosed in 2011 with post-traumatic stress disorder. And the abbreviation Mm -hmm. for that is PTSD. So I went ahead Mm -hmm. and took those letters and put a positive spin on them and used them to call the podcast Put the Stress Down or PTSD podcast. Mm So that's That's awesome. Yeah, so that's where it came that's, from, man. Uh, so.
1: Yeah, I think uh w- cuz I heard uh, uh your episode uh the last one the disconnected and uh you went pretty deep and uh I think when you're a podcaster a lot of uh listeners and a lot of fans and followers they really want to know who is Mookie all about, who is Megaman all about. You know, they want to know w- what goes on um, when you're not doing podcasts, what's the day to day life of what we do? And uh, you know, people want to really understand podcasters because right now, in my eyes, Mookie, we're living in the golden age of podcasts I mean, because of this COVID, the shutdown, everyone every, there's like another what fifty thousand more new podcasters just blowing up in the United States.
0: Oh yeah, every day, every day.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's venting. Every yeah, everyone's venting. You know, when you we do what it's like in a way, you have cabin fever, either you're drinking, you're staying home, but they have to figure something out. And I think in a way, you know, people doing Zoom or doing IG lives and everything, and people need to really express the way how they feel, because this is, the, I mean, right now we're living in history um, from all this stuff going on with the president, you know, with the COVID, you know, there's people, a lot of places being shut down, the economy, the morale's down, I mean, this is like a melting pot where this is not good for mental health.
0: Yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree more and that's exactly why we're here, you know, and that's why we're doing this because there's just so many people feeling and experiencing things right now. You know, people that are already dealing with heavy things. Now they're experiencing these new things and, and it's, you know, none of us are doctors. I mean, some of us are, but very few, you, you get what I'm saying. So it's like, mm-hmm. how am I supposed to know how to handle this right now? How? How?
1: Yes.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so that's why it's important to have these conversations. And, you know, just like I tell every single guest that takes the time, I thank you, brother. I, I do not take your time for granted. I, I really do appreciate you sitting down to have this conversation, man.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, ever since this COVID happened around like February until now, you know, I lost, no not exaggerating, not lying about this, I lost 16 people. Either from COVID or even from suicide. Yeah. Because if they have COVID, I lost a lot of family members, or even from people, family members, or friends I had that committed suicide. Either they couldn't handle their depression, their anxiety, or even if they lost a job and what they're going to do. Maybe um, some people I know, maybe just didn't have family to turn to and they had no other way. So, well, I, if I don't have any family to turn to, my dad have no money and all that stuff. And why am I here on earth? And this is what they did. They committed suicide. It's just, people just shopping like flies. I mean, this is not good. And you know, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get to the bottom of it later, but you know, there's sometimes in a way, like I said, this is not good for mental health and you sometimes you really have to not see what's going on on social media and TV. Just I want to clear my mind because there's too much that, you know, we can handle, but it's, it's a lot, and it can be very, very overwhelming, Mookie. And I've been getting nonstop DMs of a lot of people on, on Instagram of saying, Hey, Mega Man, is there a way possibly I can come on your podcast for, for you know, for you can help my, my business? For well, people going through suicidal, people going through divorce, people going through relationship, You know, just it, it can be overwhelming. And, uh, you know, it's like sometimes in a way there's people out there who are looking for major platforms for advice, you know, maybe there's people who DM you for advice, like, you know, for, uh, you know, veterans, how do you do when you come back home, you know, and, you know, maybe with me, because I've been through a lot of, of hardships in my life, and uh, people look for advice, you know.
0: Yeah, no, I I do, man. I get DMs on the regular, not only from vets, but from other, you know, people, non-vets that listen to the show and that, you know, sadly feel like Mm -hmm. they have nowhere else to go. And believe me, I'm glad they reach out to me. But, you know, I just, I wish Mm -hmm. that they were able and capable of of reaching out to those closest to them, you know, because that really, bro, that's where the hard part comes in, you know, is that, you know, you and I know we can have a deep, deep conversation and there's just, Mm -hmm. you go, you know with your wife or your brother or somebody. And there's just certain things you don't want to share with them. There's certain things you don't want to put on them. You get what I'm saying? So it's just, yeah. that's where the disconnect comes in. We need to learn to be open and speak to those closest to us and let them know, Hey, something's wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, oh, yeah, big yeah time. you know, so let's talk about uh, mm-hmm. where are you from, bro? Where did, where were you born and raised? Where did you grow up? You know, get, give me a little bit of background.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's do this. Yeah. So make a man. AKA Steve Martinez. I was born in Long Beach at Memorial Hospital. lived in Long Beach. No, BC, baby. You know, Snoop Dogg, the twins, Dubstack, <laughs> Domino.
0: Hey, remember <laughs> Domino? I do, yeah.
1: Yeah, Domino. And after that, uh, I moved with my mom and dad when they were married at the time, moved to Wilmington, Whitmouth, you know, Ghost Town. I used to live over there on Berlin and Ruby Dock. And, uh, you know, I lived there, you know, since I was like the age of 11. Man, I'm going to tell you something. If you can make it, it, if Wilmington made Mega Man, I'm telling you, it's like with, with, with situations that's going on right now, I'm thank God I, I went through those tough times in Wilmington because I mean, back in the late, like late eighties, early nineties, man, it was gangs, there was drive-bys, there was killing, there was just, it, it was a melting pot because Wilmington is right in the middle between Long Beach and you got San Pedro and Torrance and all that. And, uh, you know, I, I, I learned a lot of lessons, you know, and, uh, you know, if you can make it out of Wilmington, you can make it out of anywhere because that's one of the most toughest uh, cities, you know. Um, I still have a lot of family members that moved um, or a lot of family members that still stay over there still, but I still keep in contact. But, you know, um, I'm proud to be from Wilmington, even though I live in Long Beach. But, uh, you know, there was a time my dad was like, we got to get out of here. It was just really, really getting bad. And, uh, my mom and me and my, and my dad, you know, we moved to Carson, you know, home of the Buya tribe, you know, like Samoa town. Yeah. And yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And I moved to, uh, Carson. It was, it was a huge adjustment because we lived in a nice neighborhood kind of by right there by Diana's, uh, restaurant, you know, and, uh it was really quiet, you know, because, you know, there was a lot of drivebys in Wilmington, but we moved to Carson. There was none of that stuff. Damn. and. um you know, it was. I had a lot of good times, but once my mom and my dad split, um, I moved with my mom to the uh, to the Central Valley of Modesto, California. Back then, uh, it used to be all farms, but now it's all it's big. It's like a big major city because all the little cities around it now um, they're building uh, more houses, more uh, more gentrification, and everything. So, right. um, I lived there lived there like half my life. I used to move around a lot. Uh, to Stockton, Sacramento, the Bay Area, Hayward, Union City, uh, you know, Piedmont, you know, uh, Tracy, you know, I lived around uh, all the areas of Northern California. Uh, Modesto was cool. I liked it. Um, I have a lot of family there, like 90% of my family that live over there. Um, I went to Ustack Middle School, went to Bayer a little bit, but I felt that I was too much of a troublemaker, too much of a mischief because my mom was working three jobs, her okay. two jobs and uh, she was never she was never around and I was always left alone and because once my mom and my dad split, you know, I could just do whatever I want, you know. I was so a rest- latchkey
0: kid and you just kind of hey, school's over, come home, grab some cereal, watch some cartoons and you were just kind of yeah. solo dolo.
1: Yeah, solo dolo, my, you know, my mom was leaving money she will leave at seven o'clock AM and she wouldn't be home by 10 30. So, you know, there was a lot of times like that, you know, it was, it was tough, you know, and my dad wasn't around, you know, he did his own thing and, uh, you know, got into trouble a lot with, with, uh, with the law, you know, I've been, went to juvie, CYA. um, uh, you know, there was a time I almost went to prison, you know, but I was just too much. I was too much. And my mom just couldn't, she was like, I can't deal with you no more. So my dad, uh, came and picked me up and, uh, my dad in a way that he was going to going to like want to put this boy on check you know but things got worse because there was a gap you know because now that at the time I never see I haven't seen my dad since I was 11 years old and this is when I was like what 17 or 18 you know it was a big it was a big adjustment you know it was a big gap and it felt like my dad I felt like my dad just wanted to just want me to go to church and change my life but I just No, I was just, I was too rebellious, Niki, too rebellious.
0: So, and I I would, uh, you know, suffice to say that that's a direct result of, you know, the home life and and him not being around and things like that. Um, So Mm -hmm. when, you know, as me looking back and hearing that, I go, man, you know, that's, that's kind of traumatizing stuff. And and I understand that. But in that time, did you feel like, man, this is fucked up? Or was it just life for you? And you were like, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do.
1: I think I, I think it was more like, I'm going to do what I want to do, because I felt like, you know, when you live in a Mexican home, you know, it, it, you got, you know, the people, you know, your, your family, is everyone's working. So there's I didn't have no brothers or sisters. You know, I have once my mom and dad, you know, they got remarried, I have sisters, but at the time I was alone. So I just did what I wanted to do, you know, like, what are you going to do, you know? Are you just going to give me a spake and hurry up and get over with so I can go, go out and party and do whatever I can, you know? So yeah. I was too much, I was too much for my mom and I was too much for my dad. You know, there was times me and my dad would get to fist fight, you know, there was times I was living, living in the streets. you know, when, you know, just because I wouldn't want to live, obey by his rules or just go to church. It just wasn't for me, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I hear that, man. And, uh, I'm glad that uh, you know that you've turned it around bro and that you didn't you know continue down that path because uh, you know I'm sure it would be all bad you know from the sounds of it so I'm glad that yeah. you were oh, yeah. you know what i mean I'm glad that you're in a, a more positive space and uh, you know I hope that 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 that's uh, continued in your family you know because you're a father now so you know having been through those things and having the childhood you had you know, now as a father, how has that period of your life affected the way you handle situations in your home now, you know, with your family?
1: I'm gonna tell you one thing, man. It it was very, very hard because when I met my first wife, you know, um, I have two boys. It was, uh, I always wanted to, because if my mom and dad were split up and divorced, I didn't want to go out that route. I always wanted to have a big family and be married and and have the all-American family and be the breadwinner and, and you know just enjoy life but sometimes in a way it doesn't work out you know and it gets really hard because i thought in a way i wanted that life but my ex didn't and it just got to the point just got hard you know just i was always working like 60 hours a week and you know i guess sometimes you know she would be left alone and things got worse you know there was infidelity involved um just i was never around yeah. and i tried to change a lot of certain things in my life to stay home and be more active and spend time but it's just things didn't work out and and once we split up you know um, you know and she moved back to long beach i would say my dad but that's what the time and i just got really depressed and bitter you know because i was got i got a lot of heat from my family like you know you need to work things out or suck it up but even your families will give you advice, but they will give you bad advice. So it's, it's like, I didn't want to get advice from a lot of people if, if their marriages are, are down the drain as well. So I quit my job and I moved to Long Beach to work things out with my first wife. And we, we worked things out, but it was just, it was too fragile. Yeah. Um, it, when, when you, when you grew up, you know, when you were, cause we got married young. But when you get older, you realize, you know, you see the the things that she's not going to change, or I'm not going to change. And she wanted, she wasn't those where she wanted to sit down and and try to work things out. She just, she was very cold hearted. Right. And you know, to me, I just like, okay, maybe this was not, maybe this was not the best. And you know, I just kind of just moved on, and we split up, and we're, we're still living in the same place, but we split up, and uh, I met someone, and I moved out, and. That's where things got worse because, you know, she, it was too much for her. Uh, You know, she was doing a lot of drugs, you know, and uh, there was a time I went to go pick up my my two boys. They were young at the time. And, uh, you know, my, my youngest son, he was at the time, what, five, four years old. He was, he was three blocks away with, you know, just by himself, just with his underwear on. Like, what are you doing? And my son who has autism was in the house just by himself. So there was no one around to watch the two kids and we waited and she came over, she was on drugs, you know, and she was, she wasn't thinking right. And I just took the, you know, took the kids away, told the cops and she was just, she was on, she was doing some drugs and, uh, I don't know, it was because of her boyfriend, but I took the kids away. We went to court. Um, I got full custody and uh you know I, I think it was better off that way and uh i got a lot of shit for that because you know why is a father is the, the kid's supposed to be the mother because you live in the state of california but the judge was more like well the kids are better off who has a roof over his head you know and everything at the yeah, time definite. i was with someone yeah and we took the kids and we cleaned them up they were just just by thinking about it mookie it's like it brings it, it traumatized me and, and uh you know, I didn't know how to be a father again, it, and it took me time, and, you know, and that's the thing where I have a podcast, I work full-time overnight, and being a father and stuff, and uh, you know, you got to balance all that stuff out, and uh, you know, I, I try try to do my best to be there for my kids, and uh, I just don't want my, my two boys, you know, to to go through the path that I've been through, because, you know, I just... It, we're just living in different times, you know. The kids now these days, they would not understand the stuff that you and I, we've been through. We had it more tough, but I don't of think course. the kids now these days, they're not mentally ready. They'll break down. They're just too weak. We had it hard, you know, like, I could not see my, my two boys, you know, living my life, what I've been through, like being homeless, you know, being mentally abused, emotionally abused, physically abused, sexually abused. I've been through all of that stuff, so you know, it's just, I, I want to give, I don't want to shelter my two boys because I have four kids, but, um, but my two boys, my two oldest ones, they live with me full time. But, uh, I just don't want them to, you know, because now they're getting older, I don't want them to, you know, make the mistakes that I have, you know?
0: Right. A hundred percent. And that's you're one 100% spot on, bro. They, they could not handle the things we've been through and they've already been through too much. You know what I mean? So I don't want them To get comfortable in these things, you know what I mean? I make every effort to ensure that, hey, regardless of what's going on, uh, you know, in the situation with their mother or whatever the case, I need to Mm -hmm. be decent. I need to be loving Mm -hmm. and I need to teach them how to properly deal with things instead of, you know, yelling, hitting, screaming, you know what I mean? And I fall sometimes Well, I'm not perfect, but I do my best. So that they never have to learn how to deal with the things we did. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. That's the thing you brought up in the beginning. I was, I was abusive to my youngest because that's what I was. I, that's what I, I was taught. Exactly. My mom used to. My mom used to beat me up. My dad used to beat me up. I'm going to tell you a story, man. Like, do I still talk to my mom and dad? No, I don't, and I don't care. I, I wouldn't want to work things out with them. I told my dad when I was little I'll never forget this you know and because of him you know I had i he knocked out two of my teeth in the back I told him dad how come you don't talk I know we're Mexican but how come you don't teach us how to speak Spanish he looked at me one punch knocked me out I was unconscious for three hours I woke up and he looked at me because English is always first not Spanish and I would never forget that and I noticed like why am I bleeding and I spit two teeth he, he knocked me out because he was embarrassed to be Mexican and, and, and also he was a pastor at a church. So is this is what type of pastor, is? this is what religion does that you have to beat up your own kids? It's because I just asked you, how come you don't teach me how to speak Spanish? What's up with that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's not a religion I want to be a part of, man, you know, and it's, you know, these types of things, bro, I know that they're not easy to share, you know what I mean? And, but the reason I have these conversations is because people need to know that they're not alone and they're not the only ones. And so they look at the Mega Man podcast. They they pull you up on Instagram and they go, Oh, this this is a successful guy. He's got over four thousand followers. He you know, a beautiful family. He's he's got all these cool beers. Like, this guy cannot relate to me. This guy doesn't know loneliness, he don't know sadness, he's he's living the dream, man. But, you know, it's it's important that people hear this to know that you, that's not what it looks like. You know what I mean? Life isn't mm-hmm. what it looks like on Instagram.
1: No, no. And the thing is like when people talk about, Oh, make my nose about beers. I like beers. I know a lot. I have a lot of connections, a lot of craft beers, but also I have a lot of, well, I have a lot of connections in the, in the comedy world, the craft beer world, the podcast world, uh, small businesses, uh, celebrities, athletes. I mean, the who's who, even in the music game, you know? And, uh, you know, um, I, I'm just. It was the. It was at the right place, at the right time in 2018 where everything started, and uh, you know, I love it. I love doing podcasts, but sometimes, in a way, you need to have a break because, you know, my Mega Mass podcast, my first page, I had over close to six thousand but So this is my second page because the other one got hacked. So with a lot of my my guests, you know, um, I deal with pressure every day, Mookie, and it's not good, but. You know, you want to better your podcast. Okay, okay, this is who I had on 2020. Who are you going to bring on for 2021? You know, you want to bring the who's who's. Um, I just got, um, I'm going to have the rapper Freddie Gibbs uh, later this year on the podcast. I'm in talks of trying to get Felipe Esparza, Martine. I just had Tony the Wizard from Rodeo Radio. I'm going to bring a lot of comedians on. I want to help out small businesses. I know you had uh, Serenity from Fat Boys. I had yeah. both Serenity and Jason, but I'm going to do um, uh, episode solo with uh, Serenity. I'll have Chris Santa. I will, hopefully I would love to get the, the guy from Who's Gone Wild.
0: Oh, yeah, that'd awesome. yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Aha>! <laughs> Shout out Who's Gone Wild.
1: Yeah, but there's so many there's so many people I want to get on the podcast. But uh, I just love doing it. You know, it's just because I used to be so uh, I used to be so shy. You have a stuttering problem. People used to make fun of me, they used to call me the stuttering Steven because, you know, I didn't know how to talk. So there was a lot of times for like a couple of years, I was more of a mute. You know, I didn't want to talk because I felt like if I talk, that's where the steadiness was coming out. And that was very antisocial. And so I just, you know, like I said, um, you know, a lot doing podcasts, meeting different types of people and, you know, meeting different types of personalities, you know, I love it. It just it opened me up. And, you know, you know, I just, for me, I just, there's a lot of people who need to have their stories told, you know, and I, that's what I do, you know, I want I want them to have a platform, you know, and I just want to see people grow. I want, I want to help all people, you know, I want to give them a little boost, you know, and, you know, they help some out on social media, their business or whatever. It's all love, man. It's just, I just want to give back, you know.
0: Yeah. Likewise, man. That That's the whole reason I do this. That's the whole reason I grind the way I do, you know, but at the same time, you know what I mean? Numero uno has to be home base. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'm with you, bro. I want to get better. I crave more. Like, bro, next week I have Roger Mooking coming on who hosts Manfire Food on the on the Food Network. Like, Who am I to be talking to that dude, man? You know what I mean? But he's coming on to because Mm -hmm. he's doing some work in the mental health space. And, you know, it's awesome, bro. I'm excited. And it's going to be a good show. It's going to be a good talk. But regardless of whoever comes on and how many listeners you have and this, that, or the other, it's important, like you said, to have that balance and to make sure that your home is in order, to make sure that your Mm -hmm. mental health is in order because if your mental health is not right, Nothing else is going to follow. You know what I mean? Not, nothing is going to, you're not going to podcast right. You're not going to create right.
1: Mm-hmm. You're not going to be
0: all that you can be if, if you don't take care of your home life and make sure that, you know, that everything's going as best as it can, you know. So how important is that for you to have that
1: balance? Man, it, it, you know, you just hit it right there. You need to have a balance. And my balance is good. And But if you know yourself, you know your body, you know your mind, you know, your inner self, you know, there's something off in your body or, or in your mind. Be like, you know, I'm going to take a break. You know, I'm going to be very honest. You know, you know we're living in crucial times right now. And because of this, you know, the social media, you know, it's, it's killing me. I don't want to bring my depression back. You know, at my job, you know, there's close to 25 people who have COVID and we're so short-staffed. And sucky thing about it is, is that we cannot hire people to come in who, who may be affected with COVID. Or well, we can't bring people to transform other stores because you never know they might have COVID. So there's times I might be working six days, close to 15, 16-hour days, and that's not good for your health. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you know, I have two boys, and they're doing school online. My, my, one of my youngest, he's having a super hard time of doing online Zoom classes, and he has all F. And I've been trying to stay home, and because he's not used to it, he's used to having a teacher, seeing his friends, needing to socialize. My kids been staying home doing classes for like this whole year, and you know, it's not good. And you know, they're having cabin fever because my both my kids they have, uh, you know, like they have asthma. Their immune systems uh really bad, and I don't want them to take them out because it's too much of a risk for them to go outside and what happens if they get sick and COVID, you know, their baby, you know, their mother just got COVID and I can't, I can't take the you know risk them for them to go see their mother if she has COVID. So right now it's just, I have to really, really watch who I go out with or who I hang with or, you know, when I do stuff I just there was always has to be a distance, but I cannot have my two kids go out. It's just, man, we're just, I can't, you can't really do anything, you know?
0: Right. No, yeah, I know. So it's that's one,
1: yeah. And that's one of the reasons why it's like I'm going to take a break. You know, I need to focus on my work. I need to focus up at home, you know, with my kids, with the schools and everything and stuff. And also, I need to really have a mental break, you know, because, you know, doing the podcast is very overwhelming. You know, yeah. I mean, Mookie, if I showed you the dance, man, of all these people who want to come on, man, there's like, I get close to not exaggerating. I counted once. Time I had close to over close to six hundred messages. I want to be on your podcast. My email blew up. You know, just because be, I'm doing podcasts and people want their stories, and I really have to look. But the only thing is, I there's there's some guests I'm not going to mention. They they made some threats. You know, just like if you don't, if I don't come on your podcast, I'm I'm going to do this. You know, I wanted to come on, and I always tell them, say, hey, you have to wait. I'm you know like they're just very very demanding. But if if you're gonna make threats or be demanding to come on my podcast, that's, then you get an automatic no. I, I I'm very for professional. Sure. Yeah, and, for sure. And you just Yeah. And and for them I just have to block them because they just they just mad. They, they wanna come on the podcast now, but they need to be very patient. There's people now these days, there, there's a lot of people who are so impatient, Mookie. It's like, chill, just relax. I can I see your message. I see it. you have to wait when i come back for my break
0: of course yeah of course man that's what it has to be you know like i said it's it's great to have you know a lot on your plate it's great to have a backlog of people to come on but at the same time you have to come first you know and i just season two started you know after a good month break, you know. I took all of December off. You know that was the decision that I made, and it, it kind of bothered me, you know, because I want to be out here. I want to be creating. I want to stay relevant and consistent. But I knew mm-hmm. that look, 2021's coming. 2020 has been a fucking shit show, so I need. You mm-hmm. and I really opened myself up, and I really was vulnerable last season, and you know I needed this month. To mentally prepare for this season, and you know, just like mm-hmm. you, to work behind the scenes, come up with theme music, mm-hmm. tighten things up, you know what I mean. And
1: yeah, I oh yeah. That
0: and in the long run, it's gonna improve the show. You know what I mean? Because my mental health is now reset and refreshed, and I'm not carrying the 2020 hangover. You know what I mean? So you do what you gotta do, bro. I applaud your decision to do that. You know?
1: Thank you so much. And that's the thing where it it might be too much. It might be three, but people know. When I like I said, I feel again, work, job, and podcast because the podcast now is going to be going to a new direction. Um, I will be starting a YouTube channel, you know, doing live, you know, doing the Mega Man podcast, you know, because if, if this COVID is going to be going on for the whole year, you and uh, some of these guests that don't want to take a chance of getting COVID, I give them an option. I give them four options, like what you're doing on the phone, like we're talking on the phone, you could do it on anchor, we're chatting on on the phone again. The IG Mega Man's live on. We can do that. We can do a live one on Zoom. Or if you do have, if you have, if you have the results for your, for your, your COVID and it came out negative, then let's do one face to face, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot, man. Cause we're, we need to yeah. figure it out too, man. Because we, are desperate to have those faces. You know I mean? It's just a different energy, bro. It's a, it's a whole different show when you can sit down with someone, but just, you know, to respect everyone's wishes and health and safety, you know, cause everyone's at different levels. You want to be respectful. We're just keeping mm-hmm. the phone calls, but you know, a, a, as time goes on, you know, we want to find the solution to, you know, to get those face to faces.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, the face to faces, you know, but, uh, but also building the, of uh, the platform, you know, like some everyone's been asking about merch. you know, when is the merch coming? You know, that takes time, you know, because I'm a one man. Every, there's a lot of podcasters I know that have a team. Uh, one's doing photography, one's doing the merch, one's doing social media, you know, and all that. And if I was a podcaster, the only thing I can do is just try to interview, uh, like, you and everyone else is taking care of the social media, get this, get that, you know. just I'm doing everything all, you know. I'm I'm driving to my guests. Um, I'm doing my homework on my guests, uh, you know doing the social media, promoting the talking, what to say, what not to say. I mean, I'm doing close to maybe, I don't know, like 20, maybe 30 things at once. It's like I'm a multitasker, but you know what? I like it because it builds more experience. It gets me more seasons. It gets me to know like the behind the scenes of the podcast or the technical stuff and this and and getting to know my, my followers and their new followers and their guests. So I have a lot of, I have a lot of weight on my plate, but you know what? It's good because this is going to help me grow. I feel like for me doing podcasts in just two years, I feel like my, my mind, I felt like I was, I've been doing podcasts for almost 10 years.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's it's, it's a lot, bro. it's a lot of work. I don't think people realize. Hey, if you want to do it well, you know what I mean? If you just yes. want to record on your iPhone and talk some shit, then all day long. But if you want to do it well and have a good product, it's a lot of fucking work.
1: It's a, and I always tell people, people always ask for advice. Megan, man, I want to start a podcast. Give me some advice. I'm. I always. This is the major thing I always say. You want a good advice? I want you to think about it for two months. He's like, well, why? Think about it. says, why? are you going to be mentally there where you're doing the podcast and everything and you're going to have a bump, you're going to have a hiccup, you're going to have like, Oh my God, I don't, I don't know what to say. How are you going to be original? How are you going to know how to talk? What are you going to talk about? How are you going to deal with your, how you deal with people's criticism? How are you going to deal when you get a bad review on, on Apple podcasts? You know, just you, it just, you got to deal with, you got to be in a, men- you got to be in a really, really good mental state, but also you really need to have super thick skin because in the beginning of my podcast, I have dealt with a lot of shit. There's a lot of people that wanted to see me fail. Even to this day, I felt like I have a chip over my shoulder. There I can't mention who, but there was a lot of major guests, comedians, what you know, who were very supportive, but at the same time, they saw that the potential of um of me growing the podcast to the point they were like, I see this person as a threat. You know what? I'm gonna give this person bad advice and everything. And it, it, it kind of hurt because why would you give a bad advice? If, you know, you should be supportive, you know, like you don't see Joe Rogan hating on different types of podcasts. No, he wants everyone to grow, but in reality wise, there's millions and millions of podcasts, but you know, this man, I'm going to get hate. I'm going to get shit for this in the Latino podcast community. They don't want to see anyone grow. It's, it's really sad. And that's one of the things I was getting shit for. It's like, oh man, I was so being supportive about Latino podcasts and everything. But when you're in that community, you know, they say, oh yeah, we support Mega Man. And when he's gone, like, oh fuck his podcast and everything. So it's, sometimes in a way, it's like crabs in a bucket. If one yeah. podcast is doing good, we got to bring him down. I, and that's the thing where I, I, people were saying, what is your podcast? Is this a Latino podcast? Because mostly of all my guests I had, we're all Latinos, but my podcast is more universal. I interview Mexicans, whites, Blacks, Asians, gays, lesbians, just anyone who wants to come on and just have their voice and they can use my platform and, and say what they want to say. But with some of the Latino podcasts, they don't like that, you know, because um, there's things that I do not like because I can't relate to certain things because I didn't grow up in that in that uh, Chicano uh environment you know i wasn't born from mexico i was born in the united states you know i don't speak spanish and i got a lot of shit for that too it's like how can you relate to a lot of things and and also being in a christian bracket uh having a you know going to church a lot you know i can't relate on a lot of things because a lot of the the latinos uh, you know they're catholic you know so i can't relate on a lot of things or televisions and this so it's kind of more they kind of see me as a black sheep they kind of see me as a how do you say the word culture vulture
0: Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's treacherous, man. There's always, you know, everywhere you go, you know, you have to look out for yourself, man, always. And I, believe me, brother, I do extensive research on my guests and anybody that comes on this show. And if you're on some Mm -hmm. bullshit, you're not coming on this show. And that has nothing to do with what A, Mm -hmm. B, or C said. That has to do with what I saw, you know what I mean? And what I see and what I observe because Mm -hmm. people play themselves online every single day. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. And I told everyone, I said, Hey man, even though I'm Mexican, I, I said to everyone, I want to start over. I want to know my family's heritage. I want to know where my family was born in Mexico. I want to learn the history of Mexico, my family, the family tree. I want to learn how to speak Spanish. And because I said that, they mocked me and made fun of me. And they said, dude, don't, just just stop. You ne- you'll never be like one of us. And that's the thing where the people are being so like, it's all about, the latino like the, the communities we got to help each other out okay just look what happened with george floyd and, and what's going on at the black community everyone we came all as one and look what happened you know the country was changed but in the latino community how come it can't be like that what happened with vanessa gian we you know in fort hood everyone little by little was gathering together then after that in a couple of weeks it was done they went back to normal like just stuff like that, you know, just, they ever, I think feel like everyone do it for the life. Everyone does it for the gram. People just talk about it, but they don't want to be about it. You know?
0: Oh, for sure, brother. And I say it all the fucking time. It's one of my models authenticity is the new currency brother i'm telling you that shit is going to get you further and open more doors than any fucking amount of money ever will you know and we're coming off a crazy year even we're into a new one and it's on some bullshit you know what i mean so having these creative outlets has been a major key for me and my mental health Mm -hmm. you know with the brand and with extended family apparel and put the stress down podcast like i love you know driving these boats man and i like having you know on the positive side of these things, I love having them. You know what I mean—the things that they do. So, tell me about the Mega Man podcast. Tell me when did it start? What What was it that led you, you know, to say, "Hey, you know
1: what? I, I got a voice for this. Let me give it a shot." Well, first, I want to give a shout out to my cousin uh, Stephen Gomez. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, he, he passed away when I was about fifteen or sixteen. But the story was everything happened. I'm, I'll make it more. I'll cut it more short. Uh, he was the first person to have a Nintendo on the block. And, um, you know, and he was like, hey, Steven, because there used to be long lines of kids around who would play his Nintendo for 10 minutes. And I was the last one to play, you know. And he said, hey, Steven, what type of game you want to play? And I said, I don't know. There's Super Mario 3, there's Jaws, there's Friday the 13th, Double Dragon. And he said, hey, how about this game called Mega Man 2? And ever since I started playing Mega Man 2, I fell in love with it. And so going to now, uh, when I started the podcast, I was thinking to myself, how am I going to come up with the name? You know, I was calling it the Mega Man. Now I said, no, no, no. And I said, let me call it the Mega Man's podcast. But I was thinking to myself, you know what? Yes, I want to call it the Mega Man's podcast because that was my favorite video game. But also, I wanted to dedicate that name to Stephen Gomez, who was the one who, you know, showed me, you know, let him play, you know, play at the Nintendo, but also showed me the game Mega Man too. So, because of him, you know, I, I want to thank him. And um, ever since I've been doing the Mega Man's podcast, you know, um, I just, I did it on accident because I was a guest on George Perez stories. You know, he's a comedian. I was the 50th episode as the best fan guest. And he's like, yeah. cast. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do it. Two weeks after, Martin Rizzo, uh, he has a podcast called Squad by the Bell. He's a comedian. He goes on tour with. Felipa Esparza. You know the comedian Felipa Esparza?
0: Of course, bro. What's the matter with you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Why did you Because uh, you never know. <laughs> What's you never, up, I just, well, Yeah. I, so, I know
0: about the What's Up, Fool podcast. Come on.
1: Oh, well, yeah. I was watching with Martin Moreno. We'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. But uh, I know. Martin Rizzo, he was the one I give credit to because he got me into the podcast game. He told me how to do it by Anchor. And, uh, you know, when I did the podcast, my first episode, it was like 35 minutes. I messed it up. You know, I put an intro and the an episode went together and my voice is not how I'm talking. I was more like, <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? What's up to the Mega Man podcast? Like, did I sound like a white person? Like, oh, my gosh, creepers, you know. But I just had to figure out a way because, you know, when I started doing the podcast, you know, the second episode, I was on live one time on the YouTube, I saw Felipe Esparza from What's Up Foo. He, oh my God, it's fucking embarrassing. He was doing a live, What's the Foo, I think it was Guadrigo and Lisa, there was a guest, I don't know who, but he says, shout out to fucking Mega Man for the Mega Man's podcast. Give him his love, go listen to his podcast. And I was on episode two. I just started. <laughs> and the next day, the same day, not exaggerating, I got over close to 100 messages. My first episode, my first, sec- my, my first and second episode, the first one, it reached like 400 views. The second episode, I reached over 1,000. And I was like, oh, my God, this is too much, man. What am I going to do? And, uh, you know, people were just like, hey, when's the next episode? When's the next episode? Because people were thinking, like, well, if Leaper Esparza supports the Mega Man, you know, he must be a good podcast. But I... Didn't have no experiences. I didn't have no background of editing and this. So I was just putting it out without even hearing it. So if you like it, you like it. So my numbers were going down. A lot of people didn't want to listen to it. It's like, hey, whatever. Okay. And that was like to the point, Mookie, this is like, I think I was on episode four or five. I was going to quit. So I was at, going, like, at this done.
0: point, what what's the content at this point, at this many episodes? in, do, I, you, do you have a clear direction or are you just kind of lost no. in the sauce at this point?
1: I, I was lost. I didn't know what to say. Like, how, <laughs> what am I going to talk about? I just like, am I going to talk about friends with benefits? I was talking about pussy jokes. Like <laughs> I was talking about like hooking up with girls. Uh, I was talking about like, I ha- I was talking about like hooking up with random girls and, I had a story where I was hooking up with some girl in, in my in my house, and it was an Asian girl, and we she wanted to try a number. She wanted to do ano, and we did. And she <laughs> fucked up my couches, my futon. I said, "Get the fuck out!" She fucking sunk oh, my place up. God.
0: Make sure to link me that a, episode, I, bro. As soon as this is done,
1: I linked, yeah, I'll find it. <laughs> and uh, she she just she she stunk my house up for two weeks, you know. And and I was just talking about like jokes <laughs> like that and. People loved it, but people didn't like it. Like it's very disturbing. Right. It's okay, whatever. So it's like, it might. I was like thinking to myself, "What am I going to do? How am I going to get more listeners?" And this, and this is where everything changed. And ever since then, I loved it. I started thinking to myself, "I want everyone to know me as Stephen Martinez, but not as Mega Man." So this is where I started doing called "The Mega Man's Life" of the journey that I've been through when I was little to now. Uh, behind, you know, when I was growing up with my childhood what i did wrong what i didn't do wrong who mentored me who who was like a role model to me you know and all that stuff because that's where it's going to make or break you because a lot of people want to know who is Mega Man all about and that's what i wanted to do i wanted to you know what does make a man do when he's not doing podcasts and this is where you know, I let them know this is reality. Hey, I got to deal with this stuff. I got to deal with this. I got to deal with that. I got to deal with problems at the house. Like, you know, that's because sometimes in a way, I'd rather be honest and then. But sometimes people can be a little bit too uncomfortable because there's a little bit too much info. This is a little bit too much to handle. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, people look at you different like that. It's like, this guy has issues. Or this guy has he any that's Like, no, this is what you wanted. You wanted to get to know me. You wanted to see who I was. When you're not doing Instagram or podcasts, what you see is what you get.
0: Yeah, that's crazy, man. So you're, you're about uh, 182 episodes in. So tell us about uh, the Mega Man podcast and Mega Man podcast after dark.
1: Okay, well, the Mega Man podcast, I love interviewing people. I mean, I had the Who's who's. I had MC Poncho. I had Tony A., Martin Moreno, Hooter. You know, hopefully down the road, I get to, I'll, I'll do a podcast with you, Mookie. Oh, I have that's Serenity. A, that's a rock, brother. That's a lot, man. Serenity. I had the hood dancer three times, you know, but there's like, I just have the who's who's and, uh, you know, I just, I love it. I, I met the hood footy, you know, um, Chewy from Bermuda Driscoll kid. I'm going to have Mo from Craftsburg teams. I know he's from over there in the area, La Habra. I mean, I just love interviewing people and I, you know, that's only if you want to do a face-to-face because, the Mega Man after dark is a little bit uncensored and yeah, uh, you yeah, never yeah. know what you're going to get. You it's never know what folks. you're going to get. It's for grown folks. It's for gr- you might, you <laughs> might get an interview. You might get some music. You might get some girls flashing titties at you. You <laughs> never know what you're going to get.
0: Well, there's a market for all of it, man. I assure you. You, gotta, you
1: Yeah. You got to put the kids to bed because usually the reason why I did the Mega Man after dark is because the, there's a lot of people who were getting off work at 5 or 10 p.m. And he's like, you know, I'm a night owl. Like, what am I going to do? So I wanted to do the Mega Man After Dark because when this COVID happened, there was a lot of people who were going through depression and everything. They wanted to see entertainment. So I wanted to do was at the time, playing music, you know, drink, have a good time, chat, talk shit, whatever. Then it got to the point, you know what? You know, there's times where I sometimes I get bored. It's just like, you know what? Let me start doing some interviews you know and uh ever since then rookie like i've been doing the making after dark has has you know have interviews of like a lot of good people i would bring on like wow i didn't think you were going to have this person on and this and uh ever since then you know i've been i love doing the making after dark you know because it helps you build your numbers but it helps you get more, new followers and the people tell me hey when's the next one hey when are you going to play some music hey is it 80s night is it heavy metal night a, are you are you going to bring any hot ass female guests on? You never
0: know. You never know, man. Always keep them guessing, folks. Always keep them guessing. But we're uh, you know, you know from this point on, brother. You know that we're in your corner, man. You know, and regardless of whoever else is out there, you can count on the EF team, the PTSD team, to have your back in any way, shape, or form, brother.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, that's the that's the thing What we got to do you know like just a lot of people they just they just want to be heard they want to vent they want to be entertained and and when I'm not doing the Mega Man's podcast or the Mega Man after dark I'm posting funny memes because people need to have a laugh you know because we're everything's just right now we're just living in sensitive times just enjoy have a laugh or if I give a shout out or repost something or hey I, I want to help out small businesses you know I just I just want to see people win. I want to see people grow from this and and be better people. Be like, man, because listen, if you, once this COVID's done, we look back, you know, there's going to be a lot of people, followers, like who helps you sometimes like these? Oh man, Mookie helped me. I listened to his podcast. Oh man, the Mega Man's podcast helped me sometimes like these. Those are the ones who they look up to us, you know, and they look for help. They look for guidance. and, And that's where you're going to build a lot of hardcore followers. And, and that's what I did. And I want to say this too: the numbers that you see that I have right now—4,300 people of me following—those not people who are, um, they're just liking myself and that's it. Those people are really, I'm not mine. They are really listening to the Mega Mass Podcast. I know each and every one of those people. I DM them, "Hey, how are you doing? How's everything?" You know, it's not about numbers. I don't care about the numbers on grams or this person has 10, this person has 150. I don't care about that. I just want, I just care about putting, you know, uh, good, good people on my podcast or posting a lot of funny stuff or posting a lot of stuff that we need to, you know, for people to have, it's a reality check, you know, what's going on in the world, but also with small businesses or stuff like that. So, with my page, I like to keep people on their toes, like, whoa, I didn't expect this, or whoa, I didn't expect Megan to do this or that. But like I said, you never know what you're going to get on the Megan F podcast, but a lot of people, they love my podcast, but also the haters. They, there's haters that don't like me for what I do. know, I'm going to give you an example. There's a lot of people that don't like me because I had this guest on, or I had this guest on, and this. Or if I hang around with this, there's a lot of people like, why are you hanging around with him for? Or why you, why, why you support that podcast? I deal with a lot of shit behind the scenes. And it, you know what, to the point, like, I just want to interview and just, just have a good time. You right. know, you
0: don't there, was the lot, there was a lot, there
1: was, exactly. We're not in junior high and preschool. Like, I won't mention who, but there is a person. Um, I'll tell you off there. Um, I've been supporting and, uh, and because of him, you know, he's, um i support him all the way i i believe in him he has a good major major podcast but in the craft beer the podcast and the social media community they don't like me that i support this person and uh you know i lost a lot of followers i lost a lot of uh good friends because of this person but you know what um i'm sorry you know um people are saying well how come you don't stick up with this person it's like well i don't know this person he or she but um that's what you're going to get. You know, people want you to be in in one direction. Either you support us or you against us. And I just say, hey, you know what? Hey, best of luck to you. I'm just a podcaster. I just want to interview people. I'm not picking both sides. I just, that's not me. But that's what I deal with every day. You know, there's a lot of haters that say, hey, how come you don't have me on the podcast? Or how come you have he or she or this? It's like, it's like childish stuff like that, you know, and uh, I don't need that. I really don't need
0: that. No, you don't need that, bro. You don't need the ego. You know what I mean? You know who no you way. are. And, and and that's good enough. You know what I mean? And so I, I'm, you know, I make every effort to only push positivity out there. You know what I mean? As much as I can. Mm-hmm. And I'm very careful when I do that. I try not to speak down to nobody. You know, I just try to share positive words of affirmation and let people know. Look, I'm not coming to you guys saying I have all the answers. I'm fixed. I'm here to tell you. I'm fucked up too. Just like you, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I've made some big mm-hmm. steps because of the help I've seeked and things like that. And so I try to put that out and share that with people. I try to let people know they're loved. I try to let them know they matter. Mega man, because sometimes mm-hmm. people don't fucking hear it.
1: They don't want to hear it. See, whatever expressed whatever you're talking about, we're going to hear it. Whatever I want, I want to express, you know, they want to hear it. There's some people who don't want to hear it. And, uh, you know, is this that you, you're never gonna make? You're not gonna make anyone happy. Either either they love you, or they hate you, or despise you, or they're gonna support you. You never know. But you know what? You just keep on trusting. You keep on moving forward, and and you don't even dwell on it. Because there was times I used to be dwelling on the people who hate on me. Oh
0: yeah, man, oh, why
1: did that person? Yeah, why, why did that person leave a bad comment? What did I do to you? And I meet these trolls. I meet these like what did I ever do to you. It's like, I just don't like your face. I just don't like your podcast. I don't just like, for what? But you didn't, they would say, you didn't do anything to me, Megan. I just don't like, I just don't like you. I don't like what you represent. Cool. Okay. Whatever. Best of luck. Awesome. That's what That you got to keep on moving forward.
0: Oh, man, you yeah, you're really nailing that point, brother. And I I mean, I cannot agree more. You know, there's I spent many younger years, you know, worrying about people giving this energy, this upset energy to people that didn't deserve it. And so I'm at a place in my life where it's like, look, I got love for you. You don't got love for me. I don't know what to tell you. I got to go. You know what I mean? I, I don't have time to sit here and try to win you over. You know what I mean? If you don't rock exactly. with me or if you've turned your back on me for whatever, then guess what? You were never fucking with me. So I'm not crying over <laughs> you. I, and I'm also not out here dragging your name in the street either because that's not who I am as a man. I'm just – Mm-hmm. You just don't matter to me. You just don't exist. You know, and that's Yeah. And when you can find that mm-hmm. mindset, bro, there's so much more freedom in that when you stop giving a fuck about idiots.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't dwell on people like I used to anymore because I I, I would think to myself, what am I gonna do different for two thousand twenty one? Fuck the haters, fuck all that, fuck the ones that support you. If there's people that hate on you, don't even mention their name. Just forget them. Don't even dwell on it. Like the net bangers, the trolls, the keyboard warriors, the ones that is the one day of my safety. Hey, Mookie, man, fuck your pockets and everything. But when they see you blow up, oh, Mookie, I just I fuck, I, I believe, I knew you were gonna make it. <laughs> yes. Fuck you, yeah, yeah. I hate those. I hate even my baby mama was like that. It's like I, I won't mention, but she told me, uh, "Hey, Mega Man, you're never gonna make it." She'd be like, "I never said that." People don't forget. <laughs> People
0: well, don't forget.
1: People don't forget. It's just like, your podcast, you're never going to make it. You're never going to get Martín Moreno. You're never going to be on a Joe Rogan because that's my dream. But one day I'll be on Joe Rogan. And, uh, you know, I was, there's one thing when, when people be negative and say to me, you're never going to make it, to me, I use that as a, a motivation. I use that as a fuel and say, you know what? I'll, I'm going to let my action do the talking. When I say, oh, I'm going to get this person. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. People are like, and I'd be like, "Where you at?" All the people who talk you said, "I'm never gonna get this guest and this." Where you at? You know, and I rub it in their faces. Be like, "Hey, I remember you. Remember you said I'll never get Martin Moreno." What's up? And she looked at me and was like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Megan. Man, you're right. You're the man. You're the man. <laughs> but you, but but, you, but you're never gonna make it. You're never gonna be on Drew Rosen and look at her and like, you know what?" When I go on Joe Rogan, I'm gonna look at the camera. I'm gonna tell Joe Rogan before we before we say, before you let me go, I'm gonna look at the camera. I'm I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna do anything. I'm gonna stare at the camera and I'm gonna look up to so all those haters that said to me, You're never gonna make it, I'm gonna stare at them and be like, You're welcome.
0: <laughs> well gonna, we'll be right there, brother. I'll be watching live. I can't wait to see it, man, because I know the days <laughs> gonna come. <laughs> I can't
1: wait. I just that's the thing. I I mean, I just love doing podcasts because you never know. Who's going to be hearing your podcast? You never know.
0: No, you never know, brother. And, and, you know, but guess who's going to listen to it if you don't do it? Fucking nobody. You know what I mean? So you got to do it. And you got to put yourself out there and you got to follow that dream, brother, because some dreams become reality. Many do, as a matter of fact. You know what I mean? Some some big ass people come from fucking some bum ass town in Idaho that has like forty people and guess what? They're fucking superstars, you know? So let people laugh, bro. You know what I mean? But
1: while they're laughing,
0: we're fucking working.
1: Yeah. If you want your podcast to get out there, I always tell people, you want you want your podcast to be known, you gotta know how to promote. You gotta sell to the people what you're talking about. You gotta bring the guests on. You even have to do other people's podcasts, like what we're doing right now. Like I did your podcast. I don't know. I'm going to get you to do my podcast, but I don't want do to do it. I don't want to do on the phone. I want to do it face to face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm with you, bro. I'm with you.
1: It's all about helping each other out. And that's how you build numbers up, you know, and, uh, that's what you have to do. Like, you just got to go hard, you know, and just, you know, I'm doing all these different types of podcasts and you're getting new followers and, you know, I, my numbers are always climbing, you know, and, you know, a, a week, I average about maybe, what, 40 or 50 new followers a week, sometimes 200. So it just really, really depends. When I started this new page, I started it, like, maybe two and a half months ago. And I'm already close to about 4,300 people. You know, like, damn, I was not expecting this. You know, that's pretty fast. And usually for a, for a person who has a podcast, has an Instagram you know, sometimes they could be at 100, 200, maybe a 1,000 or two. It just really depends. Yeah. But you really have to be hardcore and promote, 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 promote. I know it sucks. I know we got families got to do. But if you want those numbers to be high, you want those major people to, to fuck with you, you've got to get out there. you got to promote. I've been telling people. There is podcasters, I won't tell you, but I know two. But they cry and say, man, my numbers are down. I don't want to do this, you know, and this. And I I told them, stop being a fucking little bitch about it. You know, if you want your numbers to be high, you want to get this guest, you got to go fucking travel. You got to go to other cities or other counties, whatever, if you want to get that guest. They can't come to you. You have to go to them sometimes. So, And now with the Zoom and this, it makes it more easier, but you know, I just, I don't deal with pussies like that, you know, like just man up, suck it up. If if you have if you have one foot in, one foot out of the podcast and it's not fun to you, then get out. It, then get out, get out of the podcast game and have a person who, who wants to be in the podcast, who wants to learn from you know, like man, if Mookie's giving me experience and Mega Man's giving me experience, it's gonna better my podcast I'm gonna do. But is this sometimes in a way is this maybe just maybe there's they don't they don't wanna do it no more. They don't they're not original, they don't know what to say, just just get out. I mean, I'm, I'm, being honest, you know, just either, either you want to be in it or not. If, if it's fun for you, keep on doing it. If it's not fun for you, then you know what, just take a break, just step away from the podcast game until, until you ready to get that itch again, you know?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, bro. Cause look at, at the end of the day, if it's not fun for you, it's not going to be fun for us. I don't want to hear that shit. You know what I mean? You're going to waste your exactly. time. Exactly. So just, do you know what I mean? It, it's, It is what it is, bro. But for you, you know what I mean? We we wish you continued success, brother. And you know what I mean? We want to see you grow. And just as we wrap up here, bro, you know, we went through, we're still dealing with the effects of COVID. You know what I mean? It it changes day to day. But as we kind of slowly get back to normal and and begin to reintegrate back into society, you know, in larger numbers, what do you want to see from us? You know, just as a nation, man, just as a people in the ways that we treat each other and we go about handling things.
1: You know, you know, we just need to be really be um, together, help each other out from times like these, you know, this country is divided and because of this Trump thing and they've really divided the country really, really bad, you know, and I'm just tired of, you know, this racism, tired of people not taking the time to get to know each other, no matter what, what ethnicity you are, what race you are, what, what gender you are, this, this just take the time and get to know each other instead of making assumptions. I'm just tired of people who talk bad about other people. I'm tired of this cheese man, tired of all this gossip and all this. Sh- I'm just tired of it. I think enough's enough. I'm just tired of it. And that's one of the reasons why Mookie, you know, I'm taking a break, you know, cause I need to gather my thoughts. I need to be in a, in a, in a, in a mental good place. You know, I just don't want to hear a, a lot of, you know, People's negativity in the world. Just whatever you see on social media, on TV, or even in life. You know, if 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 someone in your family or anyone that sees you doing good, what are they going to do, Mookie? They put us down. They talk shit. They never want to see us. Like man, man, they just man. I don't know what's going on. It's just people just don't give a fuck, and they just fuck, wow, man. Everyone's just hating on each other. I I never seen this before. It's really bad.
0: Yeah, no, you're right, man. But I'm with you, man. I, I want to see that change, and you know, uh, we can't change the world, but you know, we can change ourselves. And so I, I do my best to, you know, start doing that to be more courteous, mm-hmm. to, to to share more appreciation for fast food workers, grocery anybody mm-hmm. that's that's in that industry. I try to let them know mm-hmm. every single day I appreciate you. You know what I mean? Because I understand that you're in here all fucking day. You're dealing with bullshit. Yeah all fucking day and you have to yeah. do with a smile on your face behind a mask because, and you have to yeah. wear that mask all fucking day. You know what I mean? That's not lost on me, you know? So I, I respect you. And when it comes to podcasters and everybody else, bro, I'm not here to listen to people's shit to say, damn, your shit sucks. You know what I mean? I'm here to try and help if I can, you know what I mean? I want, bro, I want our podcast to be big, of course, but I want the other people that I've met to be big with me, bro.
1: Bravo well, to you on that. You know, thank you for me being a essential worker. Cause I work at a grocery store. I'm in the front lines and, uh, you know, I deal with the day to day, uh, or, or the night to night of what's going on. And, uh, you know, when you, I want to, when I go to work, I want to have fun. And to be honest, my job is not getting fun because we're so short staff pressure, you know, and everything that we can't, you know, we can only do so much at the same time I come home and I have to do a guest and, Sometimes I might might need to have a three-hour nap or maybe three-hour meditation because I really need to clear my mind of what's been going on in my job. When I come home, I want to be in a a good place when I want to spend time with my kids or I want to be in a good mood or in a right place when I have a guest on that comes on the Mega Man's podcast, but also the Mega Man After Dark. So there's a lot of stuff that goes on in my life on a day-to-day basis.
0: Yeah, man. I know that, man. And that's why I say, you know, to everybody that comes on, I know that time stops for no one. I know that time is precious. So I thank you, brother, for spending that time with us. Is there any any other projects you want to share, social media handles, shout outs? Now's the time.
1: (laughs) All right, let's do it. So at first, like I said, uh, I will be taking a break uh, to reamp the podcast, uh, get the YouTube uh, just get everything up to par. Just, I spent close to maybe $1,500 on podcast equipment, um, the website, the merch, the social media. I'm going to get taken care of all that stuff. That's one of the reasons why I'm taking a break and also family time and everything. But once I come back, maybe somewhere in the end of April, maybe beginning of May, um, I'm going to blow up the Megan Man's podcast out of the water. Mookie, I'm going to get you on for sure, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get ready to do get ready to do two episodes, one for the Mega Man podcast and one for the Mega Man after dark. Oh, hell and,
0: yeah. I, uh, I'm all in on that, baby. Trust me. <laughs> I, fit right in. I will fit right in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of good guests uh, coming on. I'm just going to schedule dates and everything. And I know people are giving me shit for this. Be like, why are you taking a break now? You say you're going to blow it up. But yeah, but I need to take care of the technical stuff to, to better the podcast. That's one of the reasons. Right. But, uh, I just want to say, um, shout out to everyone who listens to the Mega Mass podcast, and shout out to to, uh, to Mookie. Shout out to put the stress down podcast followers. Follow the Mega Man's podcast. I mean, you're gonna love my podcast. You're gonna love all my funny memes and everything. And just shout out to the shout out to everyone who are essential workers and and to people who are just holding it down, just trying to survive day to day. You know, I know there's people out there who are not even working. They're you know and they're just having hard times and I just want to tell them you guys are not alone. You know, we're, if you, if you want a message to message the Mega Mass podcast, just DM me or Mookie and uh, we're going to make it, you know, positive things. We just got to think positive and we're going to take it one one day at a time and we're going to pull through and get off from this COVID and, and get back to normal. And uh, once all this shit's done, man, uh, hopefully down the road, I'll have a, have a beer with Mookie one day.
0: Well, I don't drink, bro, but I'll definitely have a—I'll definitely have a Coca-Cola Classic with you or a Pepsi.
1: Okay, I guess a vitamin water. <laughs> yeah, the triple X. So it seems naughty. Yeah, but everyone, yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. But everyone, follow the Mega Man podcast, my personal one, Mega Man zero. and I have to say, uh, if you want to do a part two, man, I like this episode. We. We only scratch the surface, you know.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, I know. Believe me, brother. They're, they're, get out of my shit, bro. I got plans. All right, you I got it. I got the sauce. I got
1: the sauce. <laughs> you got the sauce, baby. All right, baby. But back yeah, back. But, thanks, but like I said, oh you know, yeah, you're welcome. I like this is a very. I, this episode is very good. It, it made me very more relaxed. Yeah, I like yeah,
0: that's what we're here for, man. We, we we try to give everybody a safe space. We try to give you a comfortable space. You know, just whatever else is going on in your world, at least for this, you know, hour and change. You know, we were able to just go to a good spot and just have some positivity, man. So that's what, what it's all about, you know. So I appreciate you. Thank you guys for listening, and we will talk soon.
1: Thank you. See you next time.
0: Though, ladies and gentlemen, another beautiful episode. Man, season two is becoming a fast favorite of mine. I know there's only two to choose from, but I choose this one. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Put the Stress Down Podcast and check us out on Twitter at PTSD Pod. We'll see you soon.